Hey guys, I'm Felix and I, uh, you're listening to the Reverse Pitch, a global hockey podcast. Enjoy. This week on the Reverse Stick, penalty corner madness, relocation sadness, and we meet the hockey stick savant, Rain Matt. Greetings once again and welcome to the Reverse Stick. The Global Hockey Podcast, the weekly Global Hockey Podcast. I think probably the only weekly Global Hockey Podcast, John. That's in the, the field, voice field. of Matt Allen, Field Hockey. Howdy. My voice is John Lay. Hi, John. Welcome once again. To episode? 206. Series 2, 3. Series 3, three. episode 6. Episode 6. Well done. Well done, well done. How's your hockey week? We've got a big show. Yeah, Plenty to oh, talk about. A big show. It's a Friday night record. Once again, I messaged John about four hours ago, and I said, are you alive? <laughs> <laughs> and then he messaged, messaged back. I just assumed that that um, once the kids are in bed, you'll appear here at some point. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, what I, that's, I just, like, that's how it seems yeah, to work we, at the moment. We've had very little communication through uh, the week for the yeah, past uh, Seven, no, was it Friday? Yeah, Friday last week, past seven Friday. days. Um, we didn't even know each other's results from last week no, until you d- walked in. D- here. Precisely, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, been a, a bit of a crazy week. Uh, yeah, good hockey week. Uh, last Saturday morning was, oh, last Saturday morning was junior game for the five yep. sixes for, for the eldest. And they had a 1-0 win. She had the assist for the, for the goal, scored early in the game. Um, terrible affair after that. A win's a win. Uh, only their second win of the season. Are you doing any umpiring just, uh, advising? No. I, and to be honest, I was... Uh, I've questioned my role as a parent on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was... As you do occasionally. I paced. I paced. Um, the whole 100 metres and... Um, 100 yards, sorry. Yeah. Not metres. No, they're 100 uh, metres, aren't they? No. 100 yards. You know that sixteen. Just keep telling your story. Do you know the twenty-five is the twenty-two? No. Um, Yeah, I paced as much as I was walking up and down, and I kept apologising to all the parents that were sitting there in their chairs, sort of. uh, Sorry, apologies. Um, I like to think I'm pretty constructive to the kids, um, and try and help help them out positionally. They do look a bit bemused at me sometimes on the sideline. Um, yeah. Including my own daughter. Um, okay. Well, we got yeah. another. We got another go at it tomorrow morning at ten a.m. Maybe I'll, I'll modify my behaviour. I wasn't abusive in any way. No, just I used to. Um, do you know what I do? Not... Do, do you know what I do do now though? Um, is even though I'm not umpiring, I make sure I do the arm signals on which way a def- offence is happening. <laughs> so I'm not saying anything. I'm just helping out umpires. Even though the umpire's pointing in a different direction. It doesn't matter. No, 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 no. I just get there early with, with the call okay. just to help out. Now, the if you were to view... Always the umpire's friend. If you were to view me from the car park, this bloke is... Does he Does he think he's umpiring the game? What's he do? I mean, he's obviously at the wrong end at the moment. Um it's I, it's just another little trick in uh I, I I might write something about this John but you know ways to influence a game of hockey I used to go and stand on the other side from all the other parents uh-huh and any I I just couldn't bribe bri- bri- the umpire on that side No no I'll just go onto the other side of the field and shut up It was the You'd only say way... that to the umpire no, I, would, <laughs> I would just cuz it was the only way I could cuz once you you're in that environment and people start saying things and, and, and you get caught up and then you, it was far easier just to be removed from any sort of conversation about the particular game and just watch it in the, my own sort of interview. In your own little world, yeah. Oh, there was one particular game where I stood and I could have just, I could feel it boiling up into me and I'm thinking, no, I'm just, keep your mouth shut, keep your mouth shut, keep your mouth shut. Anyway. Um, your, Hockey's your, better off with me taking that your, attitude. Your, your child <laughs> no. was playing at the time, or was it yes, just a random I, no, game? No, you no, my, no, my child good. was playing. No, I don't just go and watch random junior games. Well, no, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> thank Christ you don't. However, if it was for our club, then that's good. Mm. You know, I'd like that. 
No, just no, not. No, she my, wasn't playing for our club just, at that stage. Just though. not my kids, though. Okay. No. Um, you know, yeah. So that was Saturday, and then yeah. uh, then I played the double gamer. So I went and played the forties game on the grass with. Oh, we've only got seven players. To, oh, we've got thirteen players. Oh, and then somebody <laughs> gets injured and well, end up playing most of the game that I wasn't really intending to, thinking that I was going to go and play in goal in the second on, in the second game on the turf. And then we had a goalkeeper turn up. Okay, I'm outfield. That's all right. It's good. Anyway, we had a 1-1 one, one draw in that game. I was the saviour. Um, you know, dramatic things happening in the last minute of the game. And uh, I popped the ball in from the uh, uh, the free hit in, inside there. 25. Bit of magic. Oh, uh, just you know, a bit of a be. weave on the outside of yeah. the D. Pops the ball in. Uh, young Cohen gets in with uh, a little nick in front. Of, oh, it was mistrap or something like that. But it beat the keeper's pad. Back of the net, one-one draw. We rejoice like we just won the World Cup. Well, World Cup, uh, Olympic gold. You know, with I had a, a strong feeling of Olympism just by picking up <laughs> picking up the draw. And that's the thing, John. Sometimes a draw yeah. at that stage of a game can be as good as a win, can't it? Well, it can be special. That's for sure. You have a win. Uh, yes, we had a win. Top of the table. Now we've made our oh. way to the top of the table at the right time of the season. It must be said. Yep. So, going, but I had how, so how many round games to go? Uh, tomorrow, which I can't play, and then next week. So two. I think if we win tomorrow, we're top, guaranteed top two. It's a very tight competition this year. Mm-hmm. So it would be, be a good result for us. Um, but I had a very interesting day, as it turns out, Matt. Um, and it was sort of, it was all dictated by the way the day began. Okay. Because, you know, well, you had, a late, you had a late night last Friday we, night, We you? recorded the podcast and posted it and stuff, and then I had um, something to eat and <laughs> fell, fell asleep in front of a YouTube documentary because that's all real, that stuff. It's all true. Um, so, just stop, John. Yeah. What, what did you have to eat? What did I have to eat last Friday night? Yeah. Um, I think I made myself mini pizzas. I would have made four of them. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but sure. anyway. Sure, why don't you just make one big one? Because I only had little mini pizza bases. Oh, anyway. Okay. Um, but So, lying in Saturday morning. Pineapple? Yeah, no. No, no, just lying yeah. in on a Saturday morning. And, and I'm on my side and I'm lying there all snuggled up and thinking, I'm awake, but you know what? I can lie here for another half an hour. This is a good feeling. Lying there, lying there. <laughs> Look, I think there's probably something that you can share with us, isn't they? You know, they, there's a real empathy there out there because... They know that exact feeling. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Every, and I feel this weight on my shoulder. Because I'm on my side. I feel this weight on my shoulder. And I think, ah, oh, the cat wants want something to eat. How many cats you got living here, John? Uh, at the moment, two. And uh-huh. How old are they, John? Oh, old enough to know better than to try and disturb me in the morning. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, so this cat jumps up. Well, what I assume was a cat. How many chickens are here, John? Three. Okay, go on, cat, go around with the cats. Um, so, I'm sitting there, oh, there's a cat. Oh. So, three chickens, two cats, one dog. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, me and Mrs. <laughs> Lee. Anyway, so I'm on, oh, the cat, and everyone's, okay, I'll get up, and I open my eye. You know how you just in the wake up, you let your eye open slightly, and you just... What, see. just one of them? Well, the higher, the higher one? The higher one. Higher eye. Open yeah, up. the higher eye. Higher eye is opened up, and I just... For a brief second, I saw this silhouette of a dinosaur. <laughs> okay. And then, whack! Straight in the eye with a chicken beak. What? So it was a chicken? <laughs> it was a chicken standing on my shoulder. And the second my eye glinted open, this chicken just, bang! Thank you very much for coming. I'll have a piece of that. So you don't sleep with your glasses on, obviously. No, that's, well, I maybe don't. you should start. I am extremely lucky. Yeah. <laughs> my, I could, my nose wouldn't stop running for about four or five hours, and my eye just continually was weeping. Sure? Uh, and and it wasn't until I got that. To the that game. wasn't over the the death of Dutchman's hockey, no, was it? No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was I mean, actually been it was, the previous week. It was actually ha- hashtag give it a peck. <laughs> give it, a yeah. Peck. And so, but it, the the funny thing is, is the longer the game went on, the better it all felt and got. And it was all, like, after the game, it was almost like it not happened. Like, you, Mrs. Lee had a look, and we got, put drops in, and did all stuff, and, 
Sorry, you're, so you, what you're saying is your eye was stuffed. You went and played a game of hockey. After the game, your eye was better. Yeah, so it must be hockey. The recuperative powers of hockey. Oh, look, I think it's probably related to Olympi- Olympism. You know, there's there's got to be something. Yeah, I, I would think. Yeah. You know, well, but so, hey, sorry. Have you ever been pecked by a dinosaur? The, you know the, they're related to Tyrannosaurus Rex. Whack! <laughs> I thought honestly, my first thought was, oh my god, it's popped my eye. I'm blind in an eye, and there's no way I can talk Mrs. Lee into letting me go and play hockey instead of going to the hospital. Right, yeah. My first concern was whether I could play that day. And quite rightly so. I think so. Yeah. News! And, of course, the big news this week, Matt. Yeah? Even though we forgot to announce it last week in the big news, is the winners of the TRS... Olympic sweatshirt. Of course, you know we were just kidding. You know we 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 uh, we knew you would be hanging out to the end of the show, particularly the winners, to it find out what you won. And uh, like we didn't forget it at all, did we, John? It's not like we didn't like wrapped up the show and for, forgot it. It's just, no, but it's we, just I didn't look, have the notebook with me. We did. We did have it written down, but it didn't eventuate. Um, great thing is, John, the, we pa- kept you hanging the on. power I hope of, you enjoyed the tension. The power of social media. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at the reverse thing. That's where yeah. you need to follow us. Uh, on Twitter, I did give an update on uh, 8.21pm on August the 4th. TRS Sweep update. It's Tans Lee, Australia, versus One Love Saw. That's Simon Webb. Yep. In the men's comp and Theo McLeod, Netherlands versus Simon Webb again. I mean, what a lucky, you know, two finalists. <laughs> one in the men's, one in the women's. Um, one, one, lost one. Well, that's a good result. But that's our winners. Theo for the women's comp. Did he win? Did and, we not, yeah, did we not cheat him out of this? No. Um, <laughs> how did he cheat himself in I don't know. to a sweepstake win? And the bloke's just unbelievable. <laughs> Not sure how has he, he got, it. Has he got... I thought we would have Has he got Mrs. Lee's number that could maybe come in and... Because the only way that those things could have been doctored was in this room. The draw. Uh, oh, yeah. Must be. All right. Maggie. Is it, the, is it Maggie the podcast dog? It could be her. Some sweet online treats. I don't I know what, so. how well, that happens, but... We have been getting weekly deliveries of schmackos. <laughs> so not not from we the don't Ed- know where they're coming from. Not from like you know Fife or uh, the Edinburgh area by any chance in oh, Scotland. Oh gee, I'll have to check the packing docket. Anyway, congratulations, gents! Your um, exclusive, well, amazing. We... T- well, we're hope. We look. We've got. We've put it out to a couple of contacts who, who are currently in quarantine um, here in Australia after oh. coming back from Tokyo. That can you get us a, like a Tokyo um, napkin or toilet roll or any kind of paper-related product? As long as it's embossed with the the rings, can you get it to us and bring it back into the country? I Is was... it there? Now it was yeah, it wasn't looking good at one stage, but who knows? Once our, our very very good friends get out of hotel quarantine, quarantine maybe 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 you might we have. We should have asked some of the Dutch. Women's team, because... They well, they're out, they're out. They're, <laughs> they're not doing any the of Bel- that stuff. The Belgian boys. They're lovely street party. party. What what a lovely affair going on there and in, if you're in Australian Brussels. Uh, you got to sit in the hotel room. Yeah, still in the hotel room. And if you're an Australian official who was working under the auspice of the FIH, what would happen to you, man? Well, I think, well, it's interesting. And there's no, you know, full disclosure. We mentioned Tammy ordering food for... Club dinners for her family yeah. back here in Australia. She's in quarantine in Sydney. I'm a Facebook friend, and she's been very um, nicely looked after by the the people there in Darling Harbour in Sydney. And um, there's much to the point. I made a comment on on a personally on a page saying this uh, two week quarantine gig looks alright <laughs> because she's getting lovely lots of lovely gifts and packages coming through from friends but you're still locked down aren't you and it's gonna, it's going to be a pain in the ass wherever you well, are there is some fuel here in the country but, the, but the, yeah but there are covid issues there in sydney which is 
you know, potentially going to affect her coming back to Western yeah. Australia. And this is something which is happening. We've seen South Australian athletes are going to have to do four weeks lockdown regardless coming back from the Olympics. Um, well, the, the players flew back pretty much straight to... Um, Howard Springs in Darwin. Yeah. yeah. And then from there to home, didn't they? Uh, well, they no, they're oh, no, quarantining no. in... Yeah, no, I think they're quarantining in Darwin, aren't they? Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. Uh, no, 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 the, per- the, the hockey roos are in hotels in Perth. Perth. Yeah, 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 the, that's yeah, what I thought. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've, they've flown to Perth, but the officials got flown to Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. And, um, well, this is, no, sure but this is the difference between, I think, from FIH flights. Yeah, exactly. Because the official will, will be looked after by the FIH. FIH. Whereas the Australian teams flew out of Cairns yeah. and then, and then to Japan. Officials had to go via Sydney and then on. And we're seeing a lot of problems with, um, athletes from a lot of different sports who are, who've been flown into Sydney and now they're particular states and I think WA might even end up being one of them. They're saying, oh well you've, you did two weeks quarantine in Sydney to get over Tokyo and now you're coming from Sydney to our state, you're yeah. going to have to do another two weeks Which quarantine. Which we consider, we, we consider equally high risk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, all the best. Good luck, Tam, and everybody else that's caught, all the other athletes and people that are caught up in that sort of COVID stuff at the moment. It's interesting, though, that, you know, in other uh, places, it's no problem at all. At one stage, we had no problem at all, and everybody else was locked down, so. Yeah, the frustration is is for those officials that have gone along and and support crew and not... Yeah. Athletes, you can kind of understand that this is your opportunity to, to go and shine. For the volunteers that do a lot of the background behind the scenes work like you're doing it for what to to volunteer for your sport that, many, that's, I don't that's think it it's not for a personal medal glory or anything you, you know okay the experience is part of it but extended lockdown periods and missing getting back to your actual job and getting paid yeah, you know that's yeah. anyway Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations to our <laughs> TRS Olympic Games sweepstakes winners. Um, Tao and Simon. Tao and Simon. Well Look, done. What, you'll get something, even if it's some dodgy black market uh, merchandise that we we need to I get, did, I get did hold of. put the call out to Melanchino mm-hmm. for the, um, the, the Olympic brand. Oh, sorry. Congratulations. There we go. Um, I did put out the call for the Olympic-branded um, COVID nasal tester. Uh-huh. But, you know, I'm hoping. Yeah, well, he could probably fit, like, five or six of those in his hat box, couldn't he? Probably. You are listening to The Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast, and, uh, well, uh, we were talking about the athletes in Australia, so let's stay with Australia for a second, shall we, Matt? Let's, let's, let's. National squad relocation. Is that a headline you're well, reading? No, no, I've just wrote, that's what I wrote down. Okay. That's like the so that's your, the, for you to remember, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To remember that we're gonna... So we've, we've, uh, seen... we talked about this before. Well, we've seen news of... Melanie Woosnam, the president of Hockey Australia, announcing that she will be stepping down from her role at the top in November. Um, and she had a few things to say along the way. Um, apart from the fact, you know, this has been a challenging period. I've got a full-time job. She's CEO in another sport, I think, is it in Queensland or something. I don't know. Yeah, we've talked about it before. She, she is. Um and, and this is a voluntary role as president of Hockey Australia. Um, and by the way, here's a few other things. And a few other things? Yeah. Well, well you've, got, you've written it down, mate. I, I am listless uh, in every sense this evening. I'll put it this way. The argument about where the Australian National Squad program should be based is uh, being reignited as it usually does every couple of years at least. As usual, it's brought out all sorts of muppetry, Matt, in <laughs> in social media. All sorts of theories and and opinions being thrown around all all about the place now before I, I say anything. I don't believe that the um, centralised system is the way to move forward. I think the centralised system has worked brilliantly for Hockey Australia, for 
a long time, but I think things are changing and they need to move ahead and look at um, a, a different model. I think they've got to move away, but that that's my base point, what I think about the national program, okay? I don't control those things, so it will naturally go <laughs> keep going on. It doesn't matter where you base the national program. I'm glad it's in Perth, you know, but I think people in other parts of the country vastly overestimate the value of that program being here in Perth. No, what they see is their, in inverted commas, best players yeah. moving to, to Perth, Perth to the to what they feel has been to the detriment of their local competition. Well, um, um, and they feel that their local competition is as strong as any other local competition, so why not have the program located where they are? Now, that's all very well and good, and I, I understand that argument. But a lot of the and, time... And particularly, you know, just very quickly, particularly if at any given time your state is representative of a higher number of players within that national squad setup. Yep, that can be true. But we only... <laughs> the, the, I understand why people think that way. And I think in in the past, there has been a lot of representation from Australian players within the squad systems or within the club systems here in Perth. And, and it has been good for our, our, well, our competition. Well, it generally works as it has of the past few years. Yeah. It's three years well, involved, one year uh, not, one year not. Olympic year, you rarely see players. Now... We are moving into a new era, and this this has been shown up in the last couple of eras, basically with the advent of things like the Pro League and the focus that the FIH has on promoting international hockey as as the centrepiece of the game, in the sense that um, in in football it's it's club football and all the other stuff is icing yeah, on yeah, top. Yeah. But they want to make the international level. That equivalent. For those okay. for those new and recent listeners, this is a little bit of a theme as a show. Yeah. Now okay, that's great. What what you will find in the future is that um, these players will not be available to you. Now, if you just look at this last season of domestic hockey here in Perth, this is a season preparing for the Olympics where, where there's an expectation that there would be no very limited exposure to the players. The clubs. Although this time last year we did see that involvement when we didn't know whether what? Tokyo was going to happen or not, but the only games that the the, the players could get well, in were in the local competition. Well, that's, a di- that's, a, is, that's a difference. This year, but generally, generally ga- you wouldn't. Generally, you wouldn't see those players. This, in, in this year, the only competition Australia's um, Australian men's and women's teams have had is six games against New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, we went through some of the figures before. No one who went to Tokyo played a club game this year, as far as I can tell. Now, there might be an odd one, but... Even, no, I was surprised. I was like, oh, no, I'm sure you Dawson que- played you for this park. Or yeah, 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 yeah. And we went, we went through it, and there might be one or two here or there that were even players who, were, who didn't go to Tokyo didn't play any club hockey. To their um, drafted club. Club, yeah, yeah. So, in a season where there was no pro league commitments except for two tests against New Zealand, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no international competition, we can't, no we, one to yeah, play against. Yeah, but we can't use this the, year as a benchmark. No, for no, no. But what I'm lose. talking about is in years, that's what it's going to be like because the pro league yes, will run. Yes, yeah, okay, pro, right. And this is what I'm talking about, how the nature and the... And the yeah, 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 Because the pro league will come in. Once it is in and they're going to continue with it, you will not see any of those players. But I don't know if this is anything particularly new. I think I don't know if we said this well, on the show, the show but, 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 but so but that people in other states have got to understand that that you will not, regardless of whether the program comes to your state or not, you will not be seeing those players in your local programs, yeah, in your local club competitions. In but, 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 but. You you will see them around your local club potentially, potentially. if they're a local player. But once, but, but once again, as soon as the program moves, let's say it moves to Queensland, and then suddenly there's a proliferation of Western Australians that all burst through, and there's 
10 players in there and they've all got to move to Brisbane. It's just the same problem, just, you know, I think it's, it's, it's more, it's more about how the program is set up and the, 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 some of the things that, um, Melanie Woosnam said, one of them was about the issues highlighted about young girls moving from one side of the country to the other side of the country. Well, it will be exactly the same issue (laughs) wherever you go, wherever you locate. It's about how you manage that situation. Um, it's about best yeah. practice within the sports industry and you know g- getting people into families you know that's if that's the way that it's going or like you've said before not at all they don't they don't move until they're 21 years old so that we find an alternative to how to have them in, involved within the national programs and setups look it's, it's it's very Aussie what we're talking about at the moment maybe not yeah. something which is of particular interest to um others you, around the world so i don't i don't want to dwell too too much on it. No, but I, I would but, like to say but, the but, people who I'm talking to are other people within Australia looking at this, who start comparing us to people like the Dutch and say, oh, well, Dutch players go and play with their clubs. Yeah, but we don't have that here. All of the Dutch clubs are within an hour's drive yeah. of each other. You give me a break. I mean, you, you, not an we, hour, we, but we do get the comparison though with the GB setup with everything um, being down at Bisham Abbey and that being a draw then for players from around the country to go and play their club hockey within the M25 or in that sort of southeast area, which then means that the drain happens from clubs in other parts of the country. Exactly. Now, but you then go, okay, we're going to move the national hub to Manchester. Yeah, there's other stuff that comes in in, in some of the comments from Mel Woosnam as well was about um, employment opportunities and. Um, Closeness to facilities, and I just think it's a little bit of a. um, I'm on the way out. See you later. But this is my parting shot for my home state that will be hosting the 2032 Brisbane Olympics. Yeah, well, in some ways, the idea that we would move the national program to Queensland for exactly that reason is not without some merit. As much as I don't like the idea of us moving ahead with a national program agenda. That said, Melbourne, give me a break. People, Melbourne, why would you relocate the program to Melbourne? Great live music scene. Yeah, uh, sporting, yeah. Sporting capital of uh, Australia, probably sense. the world. Yeah, but that, that's what they tell us. You know, the, the Paris of the South. Yeah. <laughs> people, people someone sure. should tell the people of Melbourne. I think yeah, the Yarra. Mark, and, no, Mark the, Twain yeah. was a satirist. Yeah. When you say that, the Yarra and the Sane are about probably the same colour, though. Yeah, Yeah. not quite as romantic, though. The Yarra, yeah, yeah, the Yarra. You know, there there are certain advantages to the program being in Perth. One of them is the weather, and don't if it's going to Queensland, there are arguments for that. But you know, don't send it to Sydney because. No one turns up to watch hockey in Sydney anyway. It's going to be out at Homebush. Uh, <laughs> really? All right, let's move on from this Aussie-centric... Uh, okay. Yeah, you're listening to The Roastick, the global hockey podcast, episode 206. Thank you for joining us wherever you are in the world, whether you just press the button on your computer and it's magically come up in front of you, or you're a long-term subscriber... Thank you for joining. You can subscribe if you're not subscribing. Go to any of the uh, the popular podcast apps: Apple, Spotify. Uh, what are the other ones? Google Podcasts. Oh, I use Overcast personally. Search the Reverse Stick. Subscribe, and then it just comes automatically onto your device every single week. That's every week, John. Uh, today is Friday, the thirteenth of August. Spooky. What could possibly go wrong? International Left Handers Day. Oh, I guess he's left handed. So, shout out to all the cack handers out there, all the funny stick holders. We've got a new bloke playing with us at the moment, John, Sam. Yeah. He does that funny thing on the when he turns his when he tries to trap it and he sort of um yeah. twists his arms over it. But yeah. Yeah. but very effective, you know. It's a skill it's a you know it's a skill. Okay. Um good on the upright left hand as well, on the back end. He's um very very strong. Um, strange, strange people though. What left? You know, yeah, I know. I mean, why don't they design a left-handed stick, John? Well, or even 
A double, a double ender. The stick is left handed. Right? Or a double, double ender. Hockey sticks are left handed. Are they? Yeah, they are. I think we've covered this before. Uh, the Glow Ho Po shirts are getting out there into the community. Um, Tansy Lee, Patreon subscriber, good friend of the show. Has he got one? Uh, alcohol. In fact, you're drinking a, a Tansy beer there right now. <laughs> I don't know what happened for me having the beer and you having the bloody scotch. Well, you, but you won't yeah, drink. Just, drink. Just, just, <laughs> just, you said, look, just go and swap it out. Anyway, just, look, I'm glad you're enjoying it. It's good. Um, uh, t- and also, Tim yeah. Smith. Um, Not the pop, guy that pop, used to sell stuff on Australian television. Popped his little, uh, um, the photo of the uh, the same green Dinamo Gloho Po yeah. TRS 200 commemorative shirt up on there. Um, so, on top of that, John, mm-hmm. new Patreon announcement. Oh! Thank you, Tim, for joining us and joining the Reverse Stick community on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick. You can get involved too. Exclusive content, John. Um, one-to-one conversations. In fact, I've got something from one of our TRS patrons, Gav from Otago, uh, for regular you listeners. Make- you might. Um, in response to the TRS Extra podcast that went out last week. The patrons got that other people... They didn't. Didn't get, yeah. yeah. Um, Here we go. uh, Hey, folks, I don't know what we said, um, but it was extra. But I don't know what happened in the real, you know, in the main (laughs) event either. So, um, hey, folks, just a little pre-record babble for your delectation. That's that's what I wrote. Gavin Lee from Otago. Hey, has anyone nominated the FIH Academy for a Nobel Prize in Mathematics? (gasps) I'm starting to think that Matt and John are indeed secretly part of the FIH for the level of stupidity of this international organisation seems only to be matched by the comments made by Glow Hopo. Thanks, Gav. So, appreciate, appreciate that. It's interactive, though. You know, because Gav's a Patreon, yeah. that's why I just read that. Well, true. And so Gav's sitting at home now in Otago in, in New Zealand sleeping by now. Uh, but, yeah, but he's not listening. Like, he's not... No. Are we live? No. We're, we are live here well, now, but we're not live. Live, live. No. no. Oh, we'll be live when they listen. Well, Gav, it's live now. <laughs> okay. That's right. And what's his reaction right now? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's when he's awake. Oh. If he, when he's, he's awake, play- oh. Yeah. Um, so he's going, oh, that's the idea. they just mentioned me. Oh, is that Yeah, nice. yeah, it's a nice little feeling. If you want that nice little feeling, go to patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick and support our hockey podcast endeavours with uh, your money. Did I say happy birthday a couple of podcasts ago? To go for... Okay. I should have. Happy birthday. (laughs) But perfect timing, John. Happy birthday to Mrs. Allen for for Monday. Oh, is it? Yeah, when she she doesn't listen to this podcast. But I couldn't do it without her. Because his birthday is tomorrow. Um... Mrs. Lee. It's Mrs. Lee's birthday. Oh, Tomorrow. God. Yep. Busy time for birthdays, isn't it? Well, we And got, if it's your birthday today. I've got an eight o'clock breakfast function to attend tomorrow for her grandson um, going off to do a scholarship playing basketball in the US. Oh. So what a Saturday I'm going to have. I'm sure you're absolutely thrilled to hear what's going on in our lives. <laughs> Wherever you are, hashtag... Let's get back to the hockey show. Thank you, Gav, for your comments. Yeah, thanks for the comments, um, Gav. Thank you, Tim, like for your... Pa- thank you, Tim, for your patronage. Yeah. Welcome to the fam. I-, I would like to point out I'm bitterly disappointed that someone has finally pegged us as an agent for the FIH. Shh. FIH, you're listening. Or are we listening? Regardless, I'm glad you're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, what else have we got going on, John? That's my little list that I wrote on an envelope just as I arrived. You've got a big list. No, oh, I've got two more things. Oh, uh, while we're with listener feedback. Sure. Aussie men's facial hair. <laughs> I've got written down. Have you got that page up or do I have to find uh, it? It's on a, it's on, the, it's on the business pages bit. Oh, of, uh, the Facebook. Oh, the Facebook, John. So you probably got to go to pages, and then you. Go oh, to, wait a sec. If 
I go. It's not much is happening on my uh, Dr. Backfield watch. Notifications. That's where we have to go. There it is. There it is. No, 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 Eric. Um, You do want to cover that thing in a moment as well, though. Is that going to be your rant for the end of the show? If you click on that, it'll say good afternoon. Yes, it does. Separate window, mate. I'm across the technology, I'll tell you. We we can um, can just play a little bit of music while we're waiting for that, John. Oh, here we go. I've got it, Matt. It's it's popped up here. This is a. a message we got from Eric J. Whitney. Yeah, don't don't use the full full names, John. Why not? Some probably some kind of. I don't of pri- know. I'm not going to tell some kind of private birth date and address. It's all, it's all good. Okay. Uh, good afternoon. He played very well at walking hockey today, by the way. Uh, good afternoon, Matt and or John. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have enjoyed your post Olympic analysis very much, but I feel I should point out that. You have overlooked one of the main reasons why the Kookaburras didn't take home the gold medal. Their almost complete inability to grow respectable-looking facial hair. Now, the choice on facial hairstyle is obviously up to the players, but I figure that if... Oh, is it? No, no, I think it's Olympic mandated, isn't it? Well, maybe not. Carry on, carry on. But I figure that if you're going to grow it, it should add an air of authority, or at least look imposing in some way. Look through the Kookaburra's side. There are just so many awful, awful moustaches. The kind that make you wonder whether they are legally required to notify local schools in advance of the team's arrival. Well, they should. You know, got several medalists. Uh, oh, he came second. second. <laughs> Some supporting photos follow this message. For contrast, I give you James Kirkpatrick of the Canadian team. Magnificent. Best regards, Eric. P.S. Rick Charlesworth was a headband wearer. <laughs> yes, Eric, we are fully aware of was that. Was there anything that followed? Because I, you said I, duly noted thumbs that, up. No, no, the, he gave, Eric gave the thumbs up. up right. Okay, but he has included in that little message a photo of James Kirkpatrick of the Canadian team, looking very hirsute. Well, you could see him. You could see him in a in a um, in a flannel. You know, couldn't you? Just, you could uh, see him in the. You, you could see him with a bit of blue, blue paint painted on his face and a kilt. Oh, you he, could? You yes. Know, yeah, 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 well, yeah. Yeah, Kirkpatrick. Yeah, there's yeah. Um, um, some chaotic roots there, you, obviously. You could also see him a bit, maybe even a bit further back in time, Matt, with um, a bit Viking. of... Viking. Yeah, Viking. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. got the reddy hair. Yeah. Uh, definitely some... Uh, yeah. Now... I did look through some of the photos of the Australians, and I think he's, he's got a good There are, yeah, yeah, there's some terrible Mind you, I don't think that would have caused you to lose to Belgium, because quite frankly, they weren't much job either. Wow, what's, what's going on with the Belgian, um, Belgian facial hair? I don't think that's a lot, they're pretty, pretty clean cut. Uh, Gunard's got a bit, bit of roughage, isn't he? Well, Gunard's generally got a bit of roughage. Have you shaved during not a proper a, beard, an though. Olympic campaign? Um, I, well, uh, look at me. <laughs> I, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fair. I'm, I, I had, just, a, had a haircut last week, but nope. I, I just can't imagine in the minute. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, gonna, know, I'm not gonna shave it until, until I score another I'm Olympic goal. I'm gonna be on TV going on here. Is that what it's about? They're not, they're not the rough and tough old school. But the Spanish, you always expect to see a bit of stubble. Well, they love that. Action. Yeah, and they the men's and, and with the men's team as well. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. Just, just, I'm leaving that in. Just, just joking. Where's the boom tish? <laughs> and that's straight out of music hall, isn't it? You learned that when you were four years old. That joke. <laughs> Moving on. Um, we've we've got a special feature coming up, haven't we? Have we? Yeah, we've got a special feature. Oh. We're leaving that alone now. I'm going lim- to. I'm just limbering up for a special feature. Have you put the things on the thing? Because you played the Felix thing before. Uh, can you just press the button and put the? Can we hear the? Um, I'm Fumalema on Bandy. I don't know if it's this one or not. Well, let's have a go. It's not that one. Oh. This is Pumalela Mbandi, <laughs> captain of the champion Blind River Bunters, and you are listening to the Reverse Stick Global Hockey Podcast. Uh, thank thank you. you. Great to have another Olympian, you know, yeah. just popping up on the show there. Not only that, it was great to actually press the right <laughs> button. 
I'm very impressed with that. Oh, well done, John. Uh, yes, we do have something else to move on to, Matt. This is something that caught my eye. From See, I've been trying to stay away from social media. Oh, this is this a serious thing? I thought you were going to do the joke thing. Joke thing? Oh, yeah, let's save the serious thing to last. So we'll do the joke thing now. You sure. ready for it? I'm ready for it. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, hang on. <clears throat> have you got some mysterious music that no, doesn't I think, have Matt's no, mystery I think, file? I think, I've got drum, I think I've got drum roll now, haven't I? Tans, he's got... Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, I proudly present to you the world's foremost hockey stick savant, Rain Matt. <laughs> Welcome, Rain Matt. Yes, John. Now... Rain, Matt, you have... I don't, I don't actually remember much of the, the, the movie. I, I could see Dustin Hoffman there. But, um, yeah, don't quote me, don't quote me. Now, Rain, Matt. Sure. I have a list in mm-hmm. front of me of all the different international players at the Olympic Games. Yeah. Every team, yep. every player, men and women. Uh-huh. And uh, the, the, the hockey stick brand they played with. Yeah. I know what's coming, John, but now, go on to explain what's coming. Now, when have, we were, have, have you got that list, John? Oh, I have got that list right in front of me. Now, when you walked in here, you, you showed me this list. Yeah. And then a few minutes later, you go, go on, ask me, ask me, go on, ask me. Pick any player, ask me, go on, go on. So I, I, I did. I asked you one. You got it bloody right. In fact, I think of the four or five I asked you, you got one wrong. But, and I, I was picking out some funny names there. And um, so I would like to present to the world now your abilities okay, right, to match a but, hockey player with the stick they use. But first things first, this is my stick research thing. Yeah. It, it will come out next week at some point. I did it for the World Cup back in 2018. Who plays with what, the most successful, who, what, how many goals are scored with whatever brand of stick and all that sort of stuff. Um Maybe I won't be in that much detail next week. Give me two weeks. Um, but I've, I have actually painstakingly watched a lot of hockey games. You have. And written down the stick brands that those players are playing with <laughs> because I am not in any way at all a hockey nerd. Okay. Let's get this underway. We're going to okay. test Matt's abilities. Well, okay. Now. This could be really embarrassing though as well. So I'm, you know, maybe it was just a little bit of luck on the ones that you popped up before, but we'll, Okay. I'm prepared. I'm ready. From from the Netherlands, Sanders. P.N. Sanders. Or oh, Adidas. Nope. Oh, sh- Bravo. Uh, Hang on. So- do you don't give me a second chance? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, how about we go? That looks like the begin- Um Here we go. From Japan, Oikawa. Shihori Okawa. O-I-K. J-D-H. Oh, bang. Boom. Bang. You're che- How are you cheating? You can't cheat from there. I can't cheat. I'm standing up. I'm doing the whole, the whole show standing up. I'm, I'm energised, John. From South Africa. Mm. Payton. Oh. P-A-T-O-N. Tane Payton. Uses the same stick brand as his... Oh, I, th- I think it's his sister. It's Kristen... Former know. guest of the show. Probably. I reckon. Still oh, stick brand. Blonde hair. Beep. I can see him. No, don't give no. <laughs> no, there was no talk about any time any time pressure with it. <laughs> Welcome to no the first four hour episode of the reverse stick. Yeah, there's a fair bit of princess in the men's South African side. There's some Adidas in there as well. Uh, Peyton. Oh, I can see it. Get you. All right. I'm, oh, I'm going to say SDX. Ritual. Ritual. I got you there. I'll tell you what, you, you're not as performing as well under pressure. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Earlier. Give me the, just give me some big names. Bocard. Of Belgium. Yeah. Give me some big names. Oh, he'll be um, pleased to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was one that was like his way. I don't even think I've got that one down on the list. Too careful. Right, right, DeCurple, Griffin. Yeah, okay. Um, Who's that? Netherlands, uh, Black, goalkeeper. Oh, 
now. Is he a match to his gear? No, he's not. He's not, I think, uh, no, he's not. He doesn't match to the See, Some keepers will match up like Oboe and Oboe. Charters yeah. for Australia. Yeah. Oboe gear, Oboe stick. Um, Maddie Hinch, no. She plays with a grey stick, separate to her gear. What about Blark? Uh, Pim and Blark. Hmm. No, he is different. He's different stick to his gear. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm feigning out with naked. TK. TK. Uh, oh no, and the same as his gear. Same, you know, he wears TK gear as well. All right, oh, I'm wrong, you're on wrong. That. wrong twice. Yeah, well done. <laughs> this is terrible. Oliver this is, this, this from is, Spain. This is like the, the women. This is like the very best ever. Stick it to John. Yeah, the one where in I your in your really, mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm loving it. Um, Oliver from GG. Spain. GG. 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 Grace. Ritual. Mate, oh. you are failing. All right, man. come on, keep going. Come on, give honestly, me, people, give me, just give me another before the game. Give, give me another seven. Give me another... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay, another seven. Um, from Australia, here's an easy one for you. Hayward. Uh, JDH. Oh, well done. Um, how about India? Um, Frijesh. Oh, Flash. Uh, Alpha? Alpha. I am just falling Yeah, apart. yeah, yeah, I am falling apart. Great Britain. Let's take someone from Great Britain. Oh. Griffiths. Oh, Chris... Griffiths. Adidas. <sighs> mate, mate, I, I think this, this... All right, all right, okay. This is died. Take me through the Australian Australian team. Give me five for the men's Australian team. Wait a sec, Australia. Okay, well, just to see how you go. Let's go through the list. Zalewski. Griffin. Simmons. Oh, don't know, maybe Ritual. Mazon. Mazon, yeah. Uh, Charter. Oba. Uh, Belts. Ritual. Yep. Dawson. Grace. Yep. Mitten. Griffin. Yep. Brand. Atlas. Yep. Ockenden. Grace. Sharp. Voodoo. Yeah. Craig. Oh, he's just changed. Kookaburra. Yes. Hayward. JDH. Yeah. Howard. I'm leaning Griffin, but it doesn't feel right. Griffin doesn't feel right. Uh, Tim Howard. Me, it's a big brand. It's a big brand. Griffin. Yep. Uh, Ray, Matt. Um, where were we? Uh, Martin. Oh, he's a tough one because he's new. And uh, Kookaburra? No. JDH. Covers. JDH. Yep. Wetton. Griffin. Yes. Ogilvy. Grace. Yep. Um, Wickham. Your writing's terrible. Oh, he was Atlas. He is still Atlas. Beal. Big brand. Not Griffin. It's a big brand. Oh. You said that. Big brand. Oh, come on. Give me the G? Yeah. It's Griffin. Yeah. You said it wasn't Griffin, but it was. Yeah. That's still pretty good, Rain Man. I'll give you Rain Matt status for that. <laughs> Thank you. We only got run wrong out of the Australian team. I couldn't have tell you one stick any of those players used. GB, I'm probably all right as well. Are you? Yeah, no, we, we don't need to. No, no, like. no, but um, if, well, look, no. if anybody wants to challenge me, uh, give me a call on plus six one. And that would be that, four, that, two, three. they could legitimately call be called stick it to Matt, couldn't it? Mm. Look, it's all ideas, isn't it? You know. Oh, put a fader up. 
You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Matt, something a little bit serious. Oh, okay. Point. Um, well, have you, have you been have you been enraged, John, by oh. a Facebook post? I did. It came up on the um, the field hockey discussion. It's board. easily done, though. It's easy. Um, one of the admins. I'm, I'm not sure how many other admins there are. Uh, Chris Maloney posted this. Posts a lot of stuff, Chris. Pretty good. Don't mind a bit of a few Chris postings. This one, though, did enrage me, Matt. Now, we read this before to each other and couldn't quite get it. So we're hoping that by giving our interpretation of what Chris has read, we might get some feedback. Now, I could have just engaged on social media, Matt. I've discovered that's not one of my strong points. No, 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 not, not at those times when you become most enraged. No, I saved that for the podcast. <sighs> It's good to have an outlet. Now, I don't know whether Chris will listen to this or not. Probably not. If you know but Chris, if you tell him. Tell him to tune in. Yeah, tell no, him. Even if it's just for one show. Yeah, I'm going to bag him. Don't Despite give him the... all of the good work he's done, I'm going to bag him. But don't give him the timestamp. Make no. sure he listens to the whole show. Yeah, that's right. That does one. Now, this is what Chris wrote. This is a couple of days ago. I was pleased to see that goals per PC were being tracked as a statistic in the 2020 Olympics. That's 2020, correct. They were. Well, yeah, but they're pretty easy statistic to work out without tracking it. It's goals from PC versus number of penalty corners, isn't it? Yeah. I wouldn't have... I, I wasn't I mean, aware if that, that, if, that wasn't an, an if official that, statistic. If that information is readily available, John. Yeah, that's true. It was something that was viewable on the Olympic site. Oh, uh, okay. I just thought yeah. what you did is divided the number of... No, no, no. Okay. We saw different metrics on the on the uh, the Olympic hockey site. Different ones. Jeez, yeah. Well, there is some... Go on, go on. Okay. I would love to see that stat for the tournament as a whole, for the men and for the women. Yeah. It's not hard to work out, just quietly. Um, I'd also like to see the no, same no, stat. That would be nice if it was just there. Oh, no, you could see it, though. That's but, true. You know, but do the, work, do the work, much like with the, you know, the stick research. Yes. The vital stick <laughs> research that's being done. I'd also like to see... The same stat kept in the USA at the high school and collegiate levels. Um, I would have thought coaches would keep those sort of stats for themselves anyway, but I, I agree they should be available easily and readily. Well, yeah, it'd be nice if they yeah, were, but yeah. not, yeah, nice yeah. to have, not a need to have. We could, we could do a much better stat work done if there's stat people available. Yeah. From there, I think things divert, divert, just fall apart a little bit, man. I believe what one would see is that the word penalty should be dropped from the penalty corner at the high school level, Mm -hmm. i.e. that they are near worthless as goal contributors and that there is only a marginal improvement at the college level. I believe... So what goals goals aren't being scored at at, at short corners? From at high school and college level in the USA. Well, you can just drop drop the penalty and just call it a short corner anyway. There you go. I I don't understand what the whole thing about should be dropped or whatever. Good God. Anyway, I believe that... I believe at these levels the PC should be replaced by what I call an open shootout, similar to the challenge in Hockey Fives. Try this. Goalkeeper in goal, attacker on the centre of the 25-yard line, all other players are either in the other half of the field or anywhere on the sidelines. Umpire blows a whistle and everybody goes. The attacker would have time to get (laughs) shot off before all of the other players arrive to the play. And you've got 22 players. Sorry, 21. The keeper's not going to make it all the way up there. Well, unless the keeper's off. Can I say something I mentioned before? <laughs> there's a diagram for it as well. There's, there's a great, yeah, you used to put a diagram up. Can I just say, Chris does a lot of good work for the game, especially in the US, and I like a lot of the stuff. Does he? I don't know. I yeah, don't know. No, no, I, like, I like a lot of the stuff and read a lot of the posts that come up on that particular forum. and I don't necessarily engage, but I do read them. Chris, make a cup of tea. Have a nice sit down and stop thinking. Just for a little bit, 
Stop thinking. Have a nice sit down. Make a nice cup of tea and have a sit down. Not make a cup of tea and have a nice sit down. No, no, the the sit down should be nice. Whichever way you want, have a nice cup of tea and a nice sit down. I was just trying not to use nice twice. Um, I mean, that would be twice as nice. (laughs) Boom, boom. Now, apart from the fact that it's it's slightly a little bit confusing, the way it's written, it might have been. Like much of the stuff that I write on well, social media, like, just just like what you're listening to right now. Yeah, absolutely. But why do we have to continually tinker the, the game? Now, this idea that goals versus penalty corners is some measure of the game that is, you know, that we don't score enough goals there on penalty corners. Therefore, we should get rid of them. All four goals scored in the women's final. We're from penalty corners. I, just, I said to you when I arrived, I've just come from the club, via home, dropped the kids off, to, had, did, and there was a junior uh, 9-10s, 11-12s game that was on two other clubs. Within the first quarter and the first minute of the second quarter, the score was 3-3. All six goals scored from drag flicks from corners. Yeah. It, it was a, boy, a boys' game. Um, so yeah, fifteen, fifteen-year-old boys. What are they learning how to do? Drag, Drag flick, flick. and now, they're do, and they're doing it at junior level. There, there was a lot of discussion on this post, and some of the issues brought up were um, exactly relate to what you just said that a lot of these games aren't played necessarily on turf so drag flicks go out the window yeah. you can still flick I'll give That's you a it, tip I play with a bloke that can f- oh yeah smitey smitey <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know he's still flicking them as good as yeah, he did yeah. when he was 20 yeah uh, so maybe not as consistently but <laughs> <laughs> as well when he does so it's obvious it strikes me that this is a, a peculiar to the US where they're not scoring goals off short corners. If you're not scoring goals off short corners, that's not the yeah, problem don't, of the yeah, game. Don't change the game. Change, change yeah. your routine. Change what you're doing. Yeah. Change what you... Why do we see this need to tinker with the game all mm-hmm. of the time? Yeah. Panel, there's nothing wrong with a short corner. Well, John, here's, here's the thing that I think I've, we, we did briefly mention this before as well, is that we spend all of this time tweaking things mm. across everything, and particularly from the top, top, from the FIH, always having to change things a little bit to appeal to a wider market, to get more people involved, blah, 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 to sell the TV rights, whatever. Concentrate on our time on the people that are playing the game. Get them interested in what we're doing at the top end. There are enough people. We've got the numbers of participation to support Apparently it. Apparently we do. Yes. Yes, the there, the yeah. facts are there. We don't, we don't need to. And and if short corners are too hard for you, oh really? That that's too hard to get you, you guys head around a short corner. Um, why do we need to bring this shootout stuff? It's and, not. Well, it's it's not attracting more people to come and come and play the game. And just the model we've got. How much mayhem is there potentially in that model there, Matt? Okay, two teams running in on it's not gladiator for God's sake. Precisely, but even even you try and you sell to your kids that it's a good idea to play hockey and go and be a postman in in, in a game where people are drag flicking at you. Look how exciting this is, kids! It's fantastic, isn't it? Uh, is it? I mean, it's a question I ask myself every time I promote the game to my children. So you know. Maybe there's something there. Well, you know, the, no, the, the, the question of the drag flick is an entirely different question. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In, it's entirely different. But if you're not good enough at short corners, that's not a reason to change the game. No. I, well, I would imagine it's a reason to get better at short corners. <laughs> ah, you are listening to a much calmer and far more respectful global hockey podcast. The reverse sticking with you. Yeah, well, we're going to be changing the way that we attack the game, John. Um, I think <laughs> perhaps we've been a bit corrosive. Um, harsh. A bit harsh, yeah. Um, not thoroughly supportive. Certainly not uh, thoroughly researched. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair, fair to say. Um, John, what I, I, yes. I do actually want to 
sort of end up on on a uh, I feel a bright like, note, a bright brightish note. But I feel like over the past few weeks we've kind of like finished up and and then I've gone home and gone. Oh, I didn't really give um, listener dear their their opportunity to tell us about their hockey week. Okay, and their hockey weekend and what's gone on. So maybe it could be a future feature, but if you want to get in touch with us, you can email John or Matt. It's Matt, M-A-T-T, John, J-O-H-N, at the reverse stick dot net, um, or get in touch on the social medias, Matt, uh, Matt, <laughs> at the reverse stick, Matt, the reverse stick. Just at the reverse re- stick is at, you. Just at the reverse stick, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Tell us about your hockey weekend. What have you been doing? Look, tomorrow morning, I've got a, it's a nice at 10 a.m. for the, uh, the big one tomorrow for her game. Bit of a lie in. Very nice. But then I've got a 1 p.m. Yeah, we've got a chicken. But then I've, no, but then, <laughs> but then I've got a, don't worry, I'll be awakened. It's, but then I've got a 1 p.m. game. So it'll be the mad rush from here to here and bang and then off, off I go. I might end up having to do a 3.30 game as well. Um, Tell us about your hockey weekend. What, what madness happens in your hockey life? Running your kids around or running yourself around from game to game. Maybe you're umpiring some games and you're playing in games and you're coaching other games. Mm. Good to know. Good to know what your crazy hockey weekend or even week looks like. Let us know. Get in touch. You know what I'm doing for my hockey weekend? Oh, well, I do. I do. I do. But tell, tell listener dear. I'm, I'm going to be sitting next to Chris Sorello talking about hockey. Ah, just what, in the pub? No, like this kind at, of scenario at the, at the Perth Hockey Stadium hmm? with, to a view, to a viewing audience, and they won't be viewing us though; they'll be viewing a hockey game. So you're commentating again? Yes, fantastic. Yeah, a couple of games. So that's hopefully be out, they'll like, be better than the last two. Live on YouTube, and if you're picking this up as soon as it's released, which I imagine will be Saturday morning, you're not going to mix it tonight, are you? Yeah. Oh, are you going to put it out no, tonight? I have to because I'm, I'm out at 8 ah, o'clock in right. the morning. Okay, okay, and good. Gotta, yeah. So that will be coming up tomorrow if you're listening Today. fresh. We will be sharing the links on at the Hockey Live on Facebook and on Twitter. Follow at the Hockey Live and follow hashtag live stream hockey. I'm, I'm just using it as another learning experience for the big game that I may yet be commentating. We're not sure yet, depending on quarantine. Next, <laughs> next Friday night, Matt. Uh-huh. It is the mighty Freo Coburn Hockey Club. Uh-huh, the magpies, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, the wasps. The magpies is, don't, don't magpies eat wasps? Hey, magpies. Yeah. They 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 certainly enjoy griffins. They do indeed. They do indeed. Well done, the boys. Double in the twos and ones. Loved it last week. Shh, <laughs> um, Yes. Yeah, so that, that'll I be next Friday night. I understand. I'll be commentating my own club. That will be interesting. We've got to be kind, John. I understand there are three people that play for Melville that listen. Are they? Yeah. Oh, look. Okay. Wait, we'll talk you around. We, lo- we, lo- we love you. Come and play some hockey at our place. <laughs> Is that about it? That's about it. Is it? Have a good hockey weekend, folks. Don't forget, if you're out on the field, if you're good training, uh, don't forget to give it a whack. Good for me? Yeah, and everybody else, good luck. Good luck. Tomorrow good luck to everyone. You Whatever you do. Play. Playing hockey, not playing good hockey. Game. Go out. Give Enjoy. it a whack. No, only give it a whack if you're playing hockey. Don't do it in normal life. No. no. People get upset about it. Bring that. back the bully in hockey. Yes. Yeah. Not, only in hockey. Not only in hockey, place. not in normal life. Bullies belong in hockey, nowhere yeah. else. That's right. Glow Ho Po. Only in hockey. Is it? No. Yeah. No, Glow Ho Po could be Glow In life. In life. Just Glow Ho Po. Glow Ho Stay with the cool kids. Uh, yeah. Stay with the reverse stick. Dial in next week. We'll be back for show 207. Won't be Don't next f- Friday night we record, though. No. It won't. No, it won't. Might be an early one, might be a late one, who knows? I'll it's... be listening to you go, Come on, you rag boys! Through the um, effects microphone, yeah, won't yeah, I? Well, I know where to find you. Yeah. See ya. See you, folks. Haven't been pecked in the eye by a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Baby dinosaur. Baby little dinosaur, but, don't, you know. No, I haven't. Same but, thing. But... We do have a cat that's adopted us. Oh. Um, who, like, we don't own a cat. She just kind of lives on the veranda, occasionally gets let in, we give her some scraps, and she leaves, um, various body parts of mice and rats and things, like you know, the old liver, the old kidney, the bit of a tail, yes, you know, all that sort of thing on the, uh, the, the back veranda. 
And lo and behold, early in the week, donk, 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 there's a little mouse in the corner of the room. I say to the good lady, oh, bloody hell, a mouse. It's okay. We've got a, a friendly cat. So I let the cat in for the evening, leave her on the uh, the couch, you know, do your, do your best. Cat thing. Do your cat thing. Um, nothing happened until the next morning. Eldest daughter's making breakfast. The cat's looking at her. Suddenly the mouse pops out from the background. Poof. Cat's on it. Within 30 seconds, half the mouse is gone. <laughs> and uh, my wife walks, walks upstairs, Matt, you got to come and see this. Anyway, great adulation for the cat. Black and white cat, you see, John. Ah. Now, we, we I was going to say, it sounds like a metaphor for what happened to Melville last week, but just we, quietly. <laughs> but we can't call a magpie because he's black and white. Because I call because that he, dog because magpie. Because we've got the dog, but magpie can't be Maggie the podcast dog, so we can't yeah. call, so we call the cat Badger. Oh, oh and, very you know, good. And a very strong hockey reference there as yeah. well. So absolutely no point to the story at all, apart from the fact that um, we rented a, you know, we've got a, 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 you know, a, a mutual agreement with a, oh, and a house, a mutual <laughs> agreement with a, 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 a cat. Yeah. And we had a problem and we got the cat in and th- 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 there you go. Cats are handy like that. Now, is this a bit like Hockey Australia? <laughs> 